Welcome to the very first episode of the African Chronicles. Uh, this is a mini series we're going to be doing on the podcast where we'll look at six different issues happening in Africa today and we'll try and educate people on these matters. Um, simply, it's just going to be something that everybody can listen to and just educate themselves on issues like NSARS in Nigeria and hashtag shut it all down in Namibia. Uh, we'll be also focusing on other countries such as Congo, such as Ghana, such as Cameroon, Ivory Coast, Liberia, um, just to try and educate people on these matters uh, so that people know what these things are for, what these hashtags are for, why people are advocating against these things. Um, please make sure to share these around to try and educate your friends and people around you because um, we all do think that this is genuinely something that everybody should know about. Uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. Bit of a trigger warning. Uh, we do uh, talk a lot about rape in this episode, and we also talk about um, some very horrible things that they uh, that the SARS uh, operatives end up doing to people. So if you're not into any of that, you can skip the episode. But uh, this is just a heads up. We do mention those things. We still do hope you enjoy this episode, and we hope that you have a good day. Welcome back to another episode of the Internet Cafe podcast with me, Nabil, Eric, hello, and Sharif. How's it going, my lovely Africans? Oh wow, well done. Eh? Uh, this <laughs> is the beginning. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up! No, 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 no. Re- restart that. Restart that. Okay. Okay. Go again. Go again. Go again. I swear okay. to God, if you still is that. Welcome no, back no, to another. No. I started. 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 Okay. Welcome back to another episode of the Internet Cafe Podcast with me, Nabil, Eric. Hello, my u- lovely Europeans. And Sharif. <laughs> How's it going, the rest of the world? Okay. Guys! Guys! <laughs> <laughs> How can you this... not single up my Europeans like that, Sharif? Come on. This is the beginning. This is the very first episode of our mini-series that we're doing on our podcast called The African Chronicles, where we're going to tackle six... Uh, problems that are happening in Africa right now and try and give people more information on it to educate people that are listening and, you know, just to debate on what we think of the matter as well. Um, In today's episode, we're going to discuss Nigeria's NSARS campaign and Namibia's Shut It All Down campaign. Ready to go, guys? We good? Yeah. Yeah, we're good, we're good. Let's go. um, So, we'll start with the NSARS campaign, which is probably the most popular, which is the most popular one, not probably. It is the most popular um, campaign out of all the sort of African campaigns that have been happening in the recent weeks. Um, many people have seen it, have seen the atrocities being committed in Nigeria. Uh, but um, I don't think many people actually like truly understand what is happening, why it's happening and the extent of the things that are happening in Nigeria. So we're here today to try and educate you a bit more on the matter. So um, to start, anyway, SARS, the whole reason they're trying to end SARS is because uh, they've, 
they have links to, but now there is actual evidence of extrajudicial killings, forced disappearances, extortion, torture, framing, blackmail, kidnapping, illegal organ trade, armed robberies, home invasions, rape of men and women, child arrests, the invasion of privacy, yeah. and polluting bodies of water by illegally disposing of human remains. Which is mad. Um, so lot. SARS, it is a lot. SARS is the special anti-robbery squad. It's a Nigerian police force created in 1992. It was meant to deal with uh, crimes associated to robbery, motor vehicle theft, kidnapping, ca cattle rustling, and firearms. So, how did SARS become from dealing with crimes to committing worse crimes themselves? Um, the earliest incident of SARS abusing their powers was in mid-1996, when SARS Lagos branch arrested two security guards at the place of work under suspicion of assisting in a robbery they weren't the guards weren't charged with crimes yet in january of 1997 the guards bodies were placed at a morgue without an explanation for their deaths so one day the bodies just showed up at a morgue no explanation of deaths nothing that's the question and in the yeah. next the next notable incident was in october 2005 so it's a few years after uh, a SARS operative killed a bus driver in Obiaruku in Delta State for failing to pay a bribe. So, already starting some sus movements. Um, uh, the operative who killed the bus driver was removed from his SARS position and they were arrested on charges of murder. So, you know, it kind oh. of evened out in the end. That's but That's then, in 2009, after several years of operations, um, the squad it was growing in number and strength and then due to the increased presence of internet fraud and secret societies in nigerian universities sars operatives infiltrated them and made su several successful arrests but in the process harassed innocent people so they got the internet fraudsters and this um sort of the the secret like illegal societies happening but in the way in in that method they ended up hurting a lot of innocent people for no reason um they were looked into by Amnesty International in May 2010, and in 2011, the Nigerian police forces discovered an, an attempt by SARS operative Musa Agbu to bomb the forces' headquarters. Wait, so, what? a SARS operative was caught trying to bomb the Nigerian police force headquarters. And for what reasons? It seems a bit mad. And again, in 2016, Amnesty International detailed extensive torture and detainment without trials from SARS. Um, the, the people were given no food and were abused day in, day out. Um, and then in 2019, there was a bunch of um, other, three other incidents where uh, when they were trying to, they made a raid on an area where there were kidnappers, but they ended up killing a pregnant woman who wasn't Ow. part of any of this, by the way. This is just an innocent pregnant woman. I know it's a bit it's a bit mad so you know that's just sort of like the history of it that kind of um just kind of fucked everything up and the very first the sort of end SARS movement has always been happening it's been happening since 2017 actually that's when it started officially um the whole hashtag end SARS movement and in October 2020 there has been it's been sort of re Re reignited the flame of the NSARS movement has been reignited and there the events that happened in October alone is amazing 
it's it's this it's like it's yeah, i don't think amazing is the word to use yeah not amazing, amazing that's right that's <laughs> that's not the right word to use at all it's um yeah. shocking to say the least anyway so uh on october 8th the nigerian youth protested on nsars at the lagos state governor's house um they slept outside the house until uh october 9th where the deputy governor addressed the prisoners and then on october 11th uh, Nigerian's inspector, Nigeria's Inspector General of Police, Mohamed Adamu, announced the dissolution of SARS. Many Nigerians within the movement criticized the announcement, however, pointing out that the similar uh, promises had been early, made earlier in the year. So they disbanded SARS on October 11th to yeah. create SWAT, right? Maybe what did Which you just is, say? They disbanded SARS on October yeah. 11th of this year to create the SWAT team. That would replace SARS, special weapons and tactics team that would replace SARS, right? So you think that would sort yeah. out matters mostly, but the SWAT team ended up being no better than the SARS team because somehow the worst event of uh, the recent uh, NSARS um, protests happened on uh, October. Well, let me see, October. Uh, October, where is it now? Let me see. October 20th, here we go. Which is the Lecky Tollgate Massacre, right? Where peaceful protesters were um, at the Lecky Tollgate, which is um, uh, one of the biggest tollgates in Nigeria, and yeah. they were protesting. Um, after a few hours, it is reported that armed men of the Nigerian army arrived at the scene of the protest and opened fire on peaceful and unarmed protesters. Uh, thereby resulting in a disputed number of deaths. According okay. to official statements, there were 25 injured and only two dead. Only two, I swear I've seen about. Okay, let me know. And the worst thing is, um, when you watch it the video, bad. it is people singing the national anthem while being shot at. Yeah, I, so by their own... By their own people, which is disgusting to think government. of. Right, and this whole sort of size movement has led to... Uh, people sort of like finding things from the government people finding out the horrible things that the government are allowing their their teams to do you know under the pretense of protecting the people there are videos of uh, military personnel going to people's houses and lighting them on fire breaking all their stuff killing people and um, one of the things that has been discovered has been many hundreds of food storages. I sent you guys a, a video in on, in the group chat. Yeah, yeah. Food storages full of COVID-19 aid that was meant to be given out to people, right? But it was never given out to people at all for no reason whatsoever. And you're probably thinking, like, what are they doing with all this food? They were going to store it. Nothing. To For people that, like the higher end people to use in case there was an emergency like a like COVID nineteen, for example, and um, and they were just storing it for themselves. And it's not that in just one area. This has been in like 12, 15 different states, warehouses full of aid for people, and they're just not giving it out for no reason whatsoever, just to try and save see, themselves. See, see, I don't get why the government is doing this. I don't see how they benefit from making their own people they, hate. They them. don't. I, I they don't, don't see any reason. They don't benefit us. 
They actually don't. Makes no they don't sense. at all. It's just that they're greedy to keep it for themselves. But how could you use that much food that's meant for hundreds of thousands of people? Saving it for a handful of people. Not even hundreds, a handful. Less than that. It's ridiculous to think about. Honest. But, you know, it's, it's insane. The things that they've done and the videos I've seen. Like, okay, so here's yeah, the, a bit of a gore warning for anybody... For anybody who's not too much into gore, but I'm gonna explain the video. Um, basically, it's like a, yeah, bad, like you're explaining. Basically, um, there's a there was a video that they had a man tied up on over a steak, right? Not a steak, but like you know, spit roast in like films in cartoons. You see, like the pig is on the spit roast over a fire. Yeah, they were doing that to a man. They tied up his uh, all his yeah. limbs dislocated all his joints to tie him up onto the spit roast and held him over a fire while the the people they were beating him with guns with the back of the gun smashing him and then had sticks that were beating him over the body over the like his body with the guy ended up dying but like he was over a fire while they were beating him they dislocated all of his joints to it was mad and then on the other side though what happened was um the protesters happened to catch one of the um, head operatives for SARS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they caught him. And they put him in a wheelbarrow. And people were just coming up, smashing glass bottles on his head. Uh, beating uh, uh, him with machetes and oh, with sticks. And in the end, in the end, they ended up, they ended up beheading him. Um, oh, God. And at the end of it. So, you know, it's a bit, like... Gruesome. Yeah, the gr- like... To, for people to resort to that... Peaceful protesters... Literally... To resort yeah. to killing the taking matters into their own hands because the government's not doing anything for them is ridiculous to think about but yeah that's sort of my small introduction it, into SARS it literally, it literally sounds like there's a whole ass apocalypse going on honestly yeah. and how is this happening in 2020 you know oh, I, don't, I don't know the year where we're getting closer to chips being implanted into humans and all that futuristic I'm stuff okay. happening. I'm okay. I'm okay. I still don't. I and yet still there's people dying from the people that are meant to protect them. <laughs> the people that are meant to yeah. stop armed robberies from happening. They themselves are going out and robbing people and abusing. Doing their worse power. than robbery. Exactly. Doing worse. They're First better off getting armed robbed by themselves in the first place. And, Honestly. you know, my mom and dad, they've told me countless stories where. Yeah. Their friends were um, stopped by the SARS squad and they had to pay them off to go ahead past the um, checkpoints. In, yeah, you that know, instead to of, one of my friends to be like... Yeah, instead of losing friends. losing stuff, my mom has got countless videos from her friends showing beheadings and beatings of people and people getting beaten by the SARS. And it's like, it's mad how this is happening. And it's not like, you know, it's in, not like under 2020 the... 2020 yeah. of all things as well. Like, it's not under the oh, cover shit, like, of this night happening. as well. This is all in, like, broad daylight. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked, man. It's mad. It's pretty bad, um, I'd say. But, you know, the, yeah, go on. The thing is, what what is the UN actually doing about this? Because right now, it is very popular, and I don't see or hear anything about the UN doing anything. Well, why would they do anything? Because this is what's it called? What's that thing called again? What, what, Isn't this humane injustice? Don't they have to intervene a bit and stop? Well, see, I like don't. This? That's what I haven't looked into yet. Um, I wanted to look into it. I was like, 
all of these things are happening, yet the UN isn't doing like anything at all to help these people out it's of like, their... Like, isn't that not their job? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's mad. It's mad like that. Because, um, you know, like the, the genocide that was happening in Rwanda, right? Yeah. That happened a few years ago. Everyone knows about it. Yeah. A few years. I swear that was quite ago. No, no, it was only like 15 years ago, I think. Something like that. I don't think it was before the 2000s. I think it was definitely in 2000 and like something. But uh, um, wow. I could have sworn it was later. Yeah, but you um, the UN, I think, intervened at like a quite late stage in that as well. And I don't think it's got to the point where it's a gen- it can be classified as a genocide. Because I think that's when the UN have to. Like, oh, no, I swear, I swear it is. No, I don't know that. Never mind. That's the Even if it's not a genocide, at this point, this is bad enough where they do have to intervene. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think yeah. that's, uh, that they intervene at this point, but. I don't think they should let it get to the point where it becomes a full on genocide. Yeah, because. I don't know. I, I don't. I hope oh, it won't get to that far, but yeah. And what we've given you it's here, basically, there already. Yeah, what we've given you here today again is just very simple, basic stuff that everybody should know mm. about the um, the situation. And there's like so much more information you can get by looking it up yourself and educating yourself further on the information. Because I've seen posts, especially on Twitter, of people um, mis like having misinformation and spreading misinformation. That then leads I to, feel like you know all I feel like that. when people see anything about it they'll just repost it just to repost it like yeah, that's the thing they, they see SARS they see N SARS and then they just repost it thinking that oh it's it's fine as it is but you got to ha- you have to like you know look at these things properly Read and it, make yeah. sure that what you're posting isn't going to affect the movement negatively or something like that but yeah it's um I genuinely do recommend any everybody to go and um, look further look look into the the matter themselves. Mm. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the NSARS portion. Um, Eric, would you like to spearhead the Namibia portion that we're going on to? Will I spearhead it? Yeah, oh, you can start it. Like it. Start it. Start it. Start it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I'm shy. No, no, no. Wait, <laughs> actually, I looked up when the Rwandan genocide happened, and it was in 1994. Okay, Jeez. so more than 20 years ago at this like point. 26 years ago at this point. Earlier. Oh, no, what I was thinking of was the movie came out in, like, 2007, I think, oh, 2006. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The, well, yeah, yeah, the movie. We, everyone watched amazing that. Movie. Yeah, that's that such a good movie, movie honestly. I don't but, think you call it an amazing movie when it's all about death and genocide, man. You know what I mean? It's a good well, movie. But it's, it's an amazing portrayal. It's an amazing genocide. portrayal of oh, of um of of the. Did you hear what, the, did you hear what this nigga said? What did you say? I said the boys in striped pajamas is about genocide, and was that not a good movie? Well, see, you have to rephrase it. Has it been like it's an amazing portrayal of okay, what was happening? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not like. Not like, ooh, genocide, what a great yeah, movie. Not, yeah, not like yeah, that. Yeah, I see what you mean. But um, we're now moving on to Namibia's uh, big sort of movement that's been happening, huh? which is hashtag shut it all down. This is um, Namibia's huge movement that's happening now, which is hashtag shut it all down. Um, on face value, you don't really see what the hashtag is truly about. But after looking into it, yeah. I, I didn't know all this was happening, by the way. Uh, like, I saw the hashtag shut it all no, down. This is my first time hearing. I saw, like... 
just the, the things that were happening research, and then i looked into it properly and it's a bit like um let me just read this to you guys anyway so yeah, earlier this year the namibian police force reported that during the 18 months ended in june so from january 2019 to june 2020 1604 rape cases were reported what so basically this meant that Wait, can you re- re- repeat that? In 18 months, yeah, you heard in the that, 18 man. months from January 2019 to June 2020, 1,604 rape cases were reported, meaning that That's disgusting. three rape cases were reported every single day. That's disgusting. Three rape cases in a day, one day alone. And... I've never understand um, Those are just the rape cases reported... God knows how many rape cases yeah. were, are not reported and were unaccounted no. for. And, and you do know when it comes to rape That's and those disgusting. things, like ninety percent of them aren't even reported. It's insane. And then, yeah, I feel like be shocked. in them, like, September two thousand and nineteen, the gender-based uh, the gender-based violence protection unit in Winhoek in Namibia reported that between September two thousand and nineteen and December two thousand and eighteen, uh, it received on average two hundred cases of domestic violence per month. Again, that's about 60 domestic violence cases a day from December 2018 to September 2019. So, without a doubt, there was no denying that Namibia faces a sexual and gendered violence crisis. Um, There is also no denying the amount of collective trauma carried by especially women who live in Namibia and the fear that such trauma invites. Um, A hashtag uh, was... I didn't even know this hashtag was a thing. It was hashtag am I next? Yeah, am I, next? I didn't know that was a yeah, thing. Yeah, that yeah, was uh, yeah. held earlier this year, actually, in which Namibian women were protesting, expressing their fear and concern. Um, painfully, however, these concerns and the crisis of the SGBV, which is sexual and gender-based violence, seem to not receive the attention that they deserve. There is an uh, apparent lax attitude displayed by Namibian law enforcement and central government in creating safer w- communities for w- women and children. So therefore, the, the the hashtag sprouted, uh, shut it all down, or hashtag shut it all down Namibia, which was you know brought out saying yeah. to shut down all the um, all the just rubbish that's been happening in the in the country. That was disgusting. Yeah. And um, I have a quick sort of um, uh, uh, an article from CNN that is um that sort of helped me to understand this a bit more and eric you mentioned this earlier but on october 6th police found a body in a shallow grave outside the port of walvis bay it is believed to be that of a 22 year old shannon wasserfall who went missing in april namibian police commissioner moritz naruseb said at a press conference two days later campaigners marched through the streets of winhoek and other cities demanding political actions tackle rape sexual abuse and femicide so it's it's mad it's insane that this like like oh my god and here's a quote from um, one of the protesters if women can't live their lives properly in namibia no, then nobody should meaning that everybody should be working together to try and make a safer environment for the women that have been just mercilessly raped and slaughtered and sort of abused in the country i hope everyone knows this is a massive trigger warning this episode well, yeah, I'll put that. Mm-hmm. I'll put that at the beginning yeah. as well. That is a yeah. it's a it's a trigger warning episode that we're gonna have to, um, you know, just sort of warn people as well. But yeah, it's just 
Oh yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Do you know, wait, do you know during that pro, do you know during the protest, even though it's a peaceful protest about like knowing women's rights and the fact that they're being abused, mm. you know what I mean? Um, the police forcefully detained half of them. They charged them with wrongful charges. Like, and doubt how could you do that in a, a protest about? Oh, look, this is my rights. Like, you know what I mean? That's no violence, no nothing. It was peaceful, hundred peaceful. They detained. They they took them to jail. They did all this crazy shit with them. Like it's just proving their point at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah it does. It's actually It truly does. And <laughs> the funny thing is, right? On October thirteenth. No, this is this is like. Let me just read it for you anyway. In October 13th, the government released a statement assuring the public that this situation cannot be allowed to continue. It promised to implement measures which included the establishment, the establishment of sexual offenders register and dedicated courts to handle sexual and gender-based violence. Right? Wait, they didn't have a sexual... No, that's already. what's funny about the situation. They what? had no... Are you serious? A sex Are offenders register. There was no sexual and gender-based violence court to handle. And again, happening in 2020. What the hell is going on? <laughs> How? It's, it's insane. It's, it's, it's mad. Uh, the president, Namibia's president, Hage Gaingob, met, met protesters uh, uh, on Friday and he said that the nation as a whole needed to do more to fight the scourge of sexual and gender based violence. And okay. he said to the protesters, uh, he, this is a quote from the president. I told them it is wrong to assume that we are at war against each other. We have to address the issue together. Gender-based violence is something that we have to address as collectively as a nation. I am with you. I'm only saying this now okay, when he's being brought good. to light about it now. Which is horrible to think about. The fact that this, like, such a large-scale thing has to go on before people will before you know the, the the head of these organizations will come and sort of take responsibility for it yeah. it's mad to think about honestly I, can't I don't I don't know what goes through your mind think that it's anywhere okay to devo- to like sexually assault someone like that's what's the most I don't get it. Thing. like I how can you live honestly. with yourself after knowing you've done that to somebody yeah Another living human being. Oh my god, man. What's going on, bro? Guy, you don't know, like, some people... Oh, wait, no, Michael was telling me about this, actually. It's, um... Mm -hmm. It's um, it's something to do with the male's biology. This is no excuse for rape, I'm just saying, but it's... He told me that, like, um... Do you know when... Do you know, let's say, for example, do you know sometimes when you're angry and you just almost turn Mm -hmm. into a different person, yeah? You're almost like a different being. You're like, fuck, what the hell? That's not me. You scream... But then when it's um when it's sexy sexual frustration right. is like another one of those things yeah that like okay. let's say mm-hmm. someone's not pleased sexually yeah they get mm-hmm. thirsty let's say for it and then um and the humans are here to right. reproduce that, that is our programming and when a human mm-hmm. feels like he can't reproduce it feels like he almost um he's he's his mm-hmm. life means right. nothing you know what i mean so basically that's why um like that, that's a different topic but uh, that's why like some people get so frustrated and so vexed because deep down inside their biology is like yo what the hell like you know what i mean we're not doing our function so then the, their body starts to slowly die because hey look it's like our body's like boom we're not doing our function there's no point in this anymore yeah so then yeah. it gets to the point where they're like hair what the fuck in mentally they're like vex 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 and to the point where they 
would go and sexually assault someone. That's only in some cases, though. I'm just saying. So in some cases, okay. I just yeah, not, not yeah, like of course. Every single, Eric is not making an excuse um, for this at all. He's not excusing this at all. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I'm just making excuse, sure that man. you know go, this is said go, again. Go, but that's that's, that's a good point. That's a good point to bring up. But with that point, if that's the case, right? Like, if that's um some people can use that as, as an excuse right to say that they were sexually frustrated oh it's not it, i know no, i understand that's, that's biology as well that's not it. but to think yeah. that Yo, it's never going at to that be point that anyway. you think yeah, they're no at, like at that point, that point you think that why haven't there been so many more rape cases then if that's the case there should be so much more rape cases because some people have and um, fucking what's that well, i forget what's the word when you click control yourself what's that word again but just self-control Self-control. Uh, self-control. Yeah, yeah. Some people oh, have see, self-control. That's you know what I mean? That's... Like, but some people, yeah, that's, they don't that's care. They, they give like, in how... to their, like, let's say, um, primal emotions. And, like, how are you going to give in to your primal, em- like, primal emotions to do that? Yeah, but the bit, you got to think about in some countries, like, like it's, um, like, hmm. Namibia, let's say. And you'll get less, because in, let's say, Europe now, if you rape someone, everyone's hmm. going to know you. It's going to be frowned yeah. Let's say, if the person goes to light. But in places like that, it's less talked about. There's less arrest. In for fact, it. less it's not even. I don't even think. So I don't even think that's a problem. I think it's the fact that in Africa and in India, in the more impoverished mm. places, if a woman does get raped, the family yeah. hides it so that the parents do that. They won't bring shame right. to the family, so. because especially oh, in impoverished, yeah, yeah, in, poverty, yeah, in poverty-ridden like, places, I guarantee you, there's all like a lot of these sexual uh, assault cases. And domestic violence cases must have been happening in impoverished areas where you know the men will be able to get away with it because they know that their society will sort of like shun the woman for being raped which is a thing that happens and i read yeah and also you said you said um there'd be impoverished places and um, there is cases of, of course of course yeah no no i'm just saying that in impoverished girls, places that's what happens and they get away with it for the fact that yeah exactly they're, they're that too and they that can get away too. With they can abuse the fact that they are rich pay off the parents sometimes i've read cases i've read um yeah that's a big i've read thing. stories that's where that's a literally disgusting thing that's, one woman she was raped in 2015 five years later she came out with her story because her parents said not to say anything and mm-hmm. to say oh, stum about the whole information because the fact that she was raped god knows if anybody i'm telling you right now if anybody future reference touches my children any sexual way or looks even um, you're dead man. <laughs> just even let me go children. to jail let me go to jail That's man you're dead. And just saying it you Damn, know um <laughs> there was a, a like an amazing case in america where a man um he hmm? sexually assaulted this guy's kids right and they were young like nine ten oh, and then the dad no, the dad caught this. the guy no, i've never heard about this. the dad like no, i don't I think it. the guy was even given that much of a sentence or he was being sentenced or something and the dad caught the guy yeah. and he killed him and then the dad was released for free he didn't get any time at all <laughs> which was, is the most really, beautiful sort of like uh, general that's, that's retribution i know we're not meant to and we're not meant to be you know um yeah sort of encouraging violence but god's sake parading god's sake that felt Reads feel so good to hear. Rape was not meant for men. To it just do. feels so good to hear. Even, even, even most prophets, even Jesus himself said, "Rape is one of the most thing, worst things you can do to a woman." Yeah. Oh, no. thing you can do to anyone, let alone a woman. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Wait, wait. I'm also in the bill. You said something about um, a man getting raped in 
um yeah Cyrus, yeah men yeah. and women were being raped yeah um i heard it was, yeah there was a case of um the police raped the man and then he later took his life over him um, over that well of course that which is just mm-hmm. i don't i i don't like talking about this honestly because it actually that triggers doesn't me. sit well it, it, it triggers really me like how can you do that to anybody let alone like ah people your own country people you're supposed to protect them and you go out of your way to harass make sure they give you money rape kill beat that's disgusting like what kind of mindset what, what kind it's, of fucked it's upset mindset it's actually have, like man. disgusting to think about and it made me look at my situation i think i'm here in ireland i don't have much to worry about yet there in nigeria and in namibia um, like in Ireland, it's Honestly. like a, a 1% chance like, that you'll get raped as a man. There's such left, high you know chances I mean? of being what, assaulted and abused and raped and taken advantage of and extorted. And it's like, my life here is so peaceful, so easy. And I really... And you don't even know it's that peaceful exactly. if you look on a place and I'm like, sitting wow, down here thinking, have, oh know. man, I've got a test or I've got to study or oh, my life sucks because... And then them people are thinking, oh, if I, I really don't be quiet next shop, I'm going to get yeah, raped. That's, that's mad. Nah. That's mad. And I really do think if, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if that actually happened, I really do think you should go to the police or take it. Away. Yeah, but you need it. I know a lot of people aren't comfortable like, to do it. Society has made it so that women wouldn't go go to the police, and that's just factual. Like ninety mm. percent of did you see that statistic that came out like last year? Ninety percent of race rape victims, um, don't it's go like said no seven percent. Yeah, ninety percent don't go to court. Seven percent go on court, but they don't get any. And it's like three yeah, percent actually get sent to jail for rape. Three percent. Like, imagine, like, I can understand if, let's say I was a, a girl now, or let's say I was a boy now, and I got raped. I went to court about it, man. Like, even if I, I probably wouldn't even get in the courtroom because, like, there's not enough DNA. Let's say if you don't come on the first day. If, if, yeah, if, if, you, don't, don't, if you don't go straight There's anyway. no DNA, there's no evidence, there's no nothing. Like, you know what I mean? So, you, they, you have, they have nothing horrible. to go off except, except um, your word. Again, yeah, go on. But then some people can falsely accuse someone of Oh, my God. Rape. Yeah, no, and no, no, which no. Is, that fixates me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. a lot more we experienced some technical difficulties midway, um, so that's why I'm a bit, I'm a bit frazzled. But you know, um, we had a good episode. Anyway, we hope this episode educated you. There's still two more episodes of the African Chronicles left. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. Where will we? Where we will be tackling? Um, Cameroon. Wait, what are we? What are we we'll tackling? tackling let me get the exact list yeah. here. We'll be tackling oh, Congo and Cameroon in the next episode. Hashtag Congo is bleeding and yeah. hashtag Anglophone crisis. Congo and Cameroon in the next episode. Uh, we hoped you learned uh, from this episode some stuff that I think everybody should know about the problem and know that this is a percentage, a small percentage of problems happening in Africa now, but we're just trying to educate people on the things that are um, at the forefront of social media and of the news now. Um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. There's a bit of a trigger warning again. We'll we'll put that at the beginning. Um, left. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this one, and we'll see you all next week. Hopefully, I'll see you all. Rest of the world later. I'll see you all Europeans slash Africans later. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs>